the next team I have, bro, I will put, I'll, I'll take out a loan. I put the mortgage on this, bro. I got Williams P4 this season, bro. You got to believe me, bro. I feel <laughs> oh like Sergeant, ta- dude, I, I, feel, I feel like Sergeant takes that step. I feel like Sergeant takes that, takes that step up this season. And I feel like Alexander Albon, he, he races with intention, bro. He races with that Mercedes seat in mind, bro. I'm telling you, I'd put, I take out a loan. I'd put the mortgage on this, bro. Welcome to episode 81 of Everything Sports with Oman and Evan. I'm your host, Oman and Carney, and I'm going to talk about F1 with guests. Obviously, Evan's not here this week, but today will be just 25 to 30 minute episode, just talking about all topics of F1. We have special guests, which I'll mention after this upcoming intro, but as I allude to during the episode today, Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms because as F1 is being introduced, we're going to talk about hockey more, talk about baseball more. So it's we're really going to cover almost all sports topics through the podcast episodes, through the 10-minute episodes over on YouTube because obviously this is exclusively on Apple and Spotify. But if you want more sports content, make sure to follow us on the social media in the description. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. All right, this is the new F1 segment I'm debuting here on the podcast channel. And of course, because this is only on Spotify and Apple, tune into all other social media. Link in the description to get more sports content. They're pretty much uploaded daily through the shorts and then the 10-minute episodes four times a week on YouTube. But without further ado, I mean, F1, a lot of news happened, so... Because this is a debut, I have guests to talk about F1 with me. So you guys already know Jordan. He's working on a streak of four to five episodes, I forget, in a row. And then, of course, my friends, Amon Newman and Sahan Tagala. So say what's up to everyone. Dude, glad to be back, man. Glad to be back as always. What's up, y'all? I'm very excited. It's my first time here, and it's hopefully not my last. I'm ready to talk about Formula One. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh your boy Amon, first time on the podcast so uh we'll see how it goes all right so we're, we're gonna start with lewis hamilton after this season joining ferrari joining forces with charles leclerc i think it's a great move for him he's described it as always wanting to drive for ferrari and honestly as a mercedes fan it kind of honestly surprised me because i thought that's where he'd retire because obviously he's getting up there in age but obviously he's still a great driver not as good as when he dominated like for so many years in a row and obviously now with red bull just dominating the league i think it's a great move for them because obviously ferrari's known for f1 and they've struggled a lot with their strategy especially this past season and now, obviously, we're going to talk about it later in this segment about where Carlos Sainz may be headed to. Because obviously, Audi, I believe, in 2026 is being introduced to the grid. And I think that could be a potential destination for him. But this is Ferrari's best chance for sure after the season to compete for the F1 championship. Because you got two number one drivers pretty much. So you just give them like a great car with a good strategy because I think we can all agree their strategies have just been terrible, especially this last season, like I said. So Jordan, we'll start with you and then Amon and Sahan. All right. So for me, 
the moves to Ferrari moves me, bro. Especially because he's bringing on people like from Mercedes with him. I feel like, I feel like that will elevate Ferrari over the top, and I feel like they'll definitely be able to compete in twenty twenty five. And I feel like with him and Leclerc, they're gonna bring back competition in that form, bro. Because the past couple of years, it's just been like just Red Bull, and, like Max, like just basically dominating that form, bro. So I feel like the competition in twenty twenty five is gonna look similar to how it was in twenty twenty one with uh, Mercedes and a uh, Red Bull. So that's my thoughts on the situation. Um, in my opinion, I feel like it's kind of like it can go either way in terms of Hamilton going to Ferrari or staying, but him going to Ferrari, it might show a little bit like it might like have Ferrari be a better team in terms of maybe driver's points and constructor's points. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I still kind of feel bad for signs. That's that's kind of where I stand, bro. It can go either way. Yeah. Going back to what Amon initially said with his question about um, how how do you think the the Hamilton trade would go, I you you mentioned something about Hamilton not being as good as he was in his prime, and I agreed with you on most of the stuff you said. But in terms of that specifically, I still do think he is very good, and he's like a strong driver. He's definitely in the top like contentions for the championship. If Max wasn't there, I think it's more a problem of the car, and. I think he's still capable of winning more championships, but uh, different from what other people have said, I don't think he has a chance in the Ferrari car unless they get their management together and fix the reliability issues in the car. Uh, but yeah, I still feel bad for Signs for being uh, kicked out, even though he is shown to be the stronger driver on the team. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And we can start talking about Carlos Sainz now, his potential destinations. Like Amon said, like, and you, I just feel bad for Sainz because I agree he's done really well in the car with the terrible strategies that Ferrari has had. And Jordan alluded to it too. I think it was Jordan or Sahan. Like, I think everyone alluded to, like, management being important here because. I agree that Hamilton is obviously very much still in contention for the championship, but if management isn't there, if it isn't as good as it should be, then there's I don't think there's any chance that anyone really competes with Red Bull. And as for signs, I feel like he thought Ferrari was his home pretty much because he's done well. Like you can't point to any reason why he hasn't done well and could this be a replacement? Um, could Mercedes pursue signs? And uh, we don't know. Obviously, a lot of speculation going on there. I think that Mercedes will probably get signs, but Audi being in the mix a couple of years from now is definitely interesting because I feel like that may be an attractive destination. And obviously, they're out there in the industry, and so I feel like. Audi, again, with the right management, and if they develop a great F1 car, and obviously it's going to be their debut season, so maybe the expectations of competing immediately won't be there, but it's certainly a promising destination, especially for someone like Sainz, who could probably be their number one driver when the time comes. And So I feel like him, George Russell, might make a decent duel, but I feel like when the time comes, if he wants to be like the clear-cut number one driver, I feel like you go to Audi. And so we'll start with the Mon, then go to Sahan and Jordan. 
Um, yeah, I think with signs kind of being kicked out of Ferrari, um, you brought up the idea of Audi, and Audi's like a few, two, maybe a couple years from getting into F1. I'm thinking, I don't know if Mercedes is actually going to try and go for signs or go for another driver, because I know there's a bunch of drivers from F2 that are looking to come up, and I know Mercedes have been like looking at those drivers. Um, I think signs, if no team gets him or tr- offers him, I think he might become a reserve driver until Audi gets into the picture. But I know for a fact that the uh, Ferrari um, team manager or team principal, um, he did say like he was he, he he was like hella sad that he had to sell signs that he's getting replaced by Hamilton. But um, I mean, we'll see what happens. I. I just don't know if Sainz is going to go to Audi or just kind of go to IndyCar like how the others do, but we'll see. Yeah, I I think the the opinions on this one are very mixed. It literally this any this is anyone's ball game here. Anybody could get Sainz. Um I don't really agree with him going to another form of motorsport racing. I do believe he's strong enough to stay in Formula 1 especially putting up over 200 points in like a car that you couldn't really say was championship worthy. He did grab a significant amount of points and he was the only non Red Bull driver to win a race. Um, So we do have to remember that he still is a very strong driver in terms of where he's going. I don't think it's very likely for him to go to Mercedes because Mercedes does have a lot of really good young talent, like Amon said. Um, and also, Mercedes tends to pick drivers up very young because they're a very good uh, team for development, and they enjoy developing their drivers, especially when you have someone like Sainz, who's from the competitors' academy because he was in the Red Bull academy when he first raced with Toro Rosso. But I do think it is likely that he would go to Sauber, uh, the Sauber Audi team, because the person who's overseeing that team's development is Andreas Seidel, who was uh, Sainz's team principal at McLaren. So they do still have a very good relationship from what I've uh, what I know. So as of now, so I think that's a very likely move for him to be a, a lead driver. And but I also wouldn't rule out going to Red Bull as another option, as since Checo has been on the decline slightly, and they might be looking for a move for him. And once again, touching on the fact that um, Sainz was a Red Bull Reserve Academy driver, he's definitely a strong option in my opinion for that secondary Red Bull seat. Yeah, so I got like a whole like tree here, you feel me? So like, I feel like Signs, if if he doesn't go to Audi, I feel like I feel like Audi's his number one choice, but if he doesn't go to Audi, I feel like he goes to Red Bull. Cause I feel like, I feel like Red Bull will go after him cause he plays like a similar role to Perez where like on Ferrari, he was a great number two driver and he can get you some, he can get you a, a great amount of points and maybe win you a couple races here and there. So I feel like he's that great number two driver that you can always count on, which was Perez for them for a while before he started going on the decline. So then I feel like somebody got to replace somebody got to replace Hamilton at Mercedes, and I feel like that's gonna be Alexander Albon, bro. Him and Russell are pretty close already, and I feel like he's good. He's proven that he's a good enough driver for that top seat, and I feel like he would be maybe a dr- maybe a number two driver. Who knows? But I feel like I feel like Alexander Albon takes that seat at Mercedes, and then I feel like Perez just retires out of Red Bull or. I feel like Precious retires out of F1. He's been a good enough driver in F1 as it is. I feel like he calls it a career there. So that's what that's kind of, that's what I feel about like the sign situation mostly. 
thing. You, you're going to say that about Perez. So it, if Perez does move on or Red Bull does get signs for Perez, we'll see what happens because like all of us pretty much mentioned, Audi, they'll probably be an attractive destination. But as for Red Bull, like obviously Max Verstappen's just dominated F1 recently, especially the past few seasons. And honestly, Ferrari has like such a huge chance when Hamilton uh, does go there after the season. They have such a huge chance. Like Jordan mentioned, Hamilton's bringing some people from Mercedes with them. And so they're honestly 2025 when it's Hamilton and Leclerc, Ferrari has no, like no reason not to, uh, not to compete with Red Bull or at least make it close because in my opinion, like I pretty much agree with Sahan that Hamilton might not be, might be the Mercedes car, which probably is, but it's definitely, I feel like when he's with Ferrari, it'll give him a better chance to win than he with Mercedes. So I agree with that decision there, but Red Bull, I feel like they're still going to dominate for a while. Obviously, there's discussions between Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, and obviously Hamilton has the better accolades because he's been in F1 longer. And so Verstappen, I feel like Red Bull for a while, they're going to dominate a lot, but management has been a discussion here. And Christian Horner, it actually might look like he's on his way out from Red Bull because of pretty much a toxic workplace, which is what he was causing. And a lot of people have voiced their opinions. And so it's looking like he might be on his way out from Red Bull. We'll see what happens there. Sort of a shocking news to me because obviously him and Verstappen, they've been going crazy the past couple of seasons in that insane Red Bull car. And so we'll see what happens there. And Mon, how do you think Red Bull is going to perform this upcoming season and years ahead? Um, Well, comparing from last year, uh, Red Bull was winning, I think, almost every race except two or one can't remember um i think they might keep that going uh, i've seen some clips of the red bull car uh, performing for this year this coming year and a lot of people are saying that it looks like it's really fast um they did some uh changes with the air intake on the car um i forgot the name of the uh the the, the one of the people on the team that helps with the arrow on the car, the car design. Um, but yeah, just from the clips that I've seen of the Rebel car, it looks like it's gonna dominate this year again. Jordan, all right. Um, so about Christian Horner being like, like leaving Red Bull, I'm gonna start by saying this I'm not a Christian Horner enthusiast, I do not know very much about that man. But what I will say though, I feel like if he does leave. As long as they give Max Verstappen the X factor, as long as they give him a decent car, they're going to always be putting up numbers and they're always going to be competing. I feel like they may not be like the best, the clear runaway best team in F1, but I feel like they'll still have a good future as long as they, as long as they have Max on their team. So I feel like it kind of doesn't, they might drop down a little bit, but I don't think, I don't think it'll make that much of a deal, to be honest with you. 
Oh, for sure. And Sahan? Yeah, I, I agree with pretty much everything Jordan had to say just now. Um, I do think there will be some kind of change in the chemistry in terms of um, uh, the president leaving, the, the team principal leaving. Sorry, not president. Um, I, I'm not really sure how that's going to impact the actual like car performance. I think because I think what uh, Aman was talking about earlier, he said someone who manages their aero, their aero engineer, Adrian Newey, I'm assuming is who he was talking about. He's been uh, by far the best aero engineer that F1 has seen in the past, uh, as long as I can remember, honestly. I don't know how long he's been here, but he's been there for a while. And he is literally like the airbender. So I think given that the car released um, and they probably had most of the car's design already structured and complete, by the time all this new news about Horner came out, I think they're still going to have a phenomenal car. And Verstappen doesn't seem like he would be caught up in all these antics and all the drama around F1. Uh, he just is there so he can drive and win championships and be the best driver out there. And I personally do not really like Verstappen. But I still can't deny the fact that he's been nothing short of amazing. So I think still the car's performance will be amazing. Uh, Verstappen's going to probably give the other drivers a run for their money. Um, and I don't think the results are going to show anything else unless somehow one of the other teams has uh, built a much better car this offseason. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's going to have – it might have some effect on – Red Bull as a whole, but Verstappen just been way too dominant that I do definitely think he's still going to win this upcoming championship as the first race is on March 1st. But I guess which team do you guys think that obviously not many teams are going to compete with the Red Bull, but what team do you think is going to make like that big jump and be like, wow, they did really well this season. So in my opinion, I feel like McLaren's definitely, if they're not already on the come up, I feel like Lando Norris could have a great season because he's honestly done decent to well, to really good at times with McLaren. And so I think McLaren is definitely going to have a great season in my opinion. So what F1 team, we'll start with Jordan, then go to Amon and then Sahan. But what F1 team do you think like may surprise a lot of people? I got two. The first one, I kind of agree with you. As much as I hate Lando No Wins, I hate that British fraud. I okay. feel like okay. I feel like I feel like McLaren will be P two in the in the constructors championship this year. I feel like they're gonna carry the momentum that they had from last season and kind of keep it up. But the next team I have, bro, I will put I'll, I'll take out a loan. I put the mortgage on this, bro. I got Williams P4 this season, bro. You got to believe me, bro. I feel <laughs> oh like Sergeant... Ta- Dude, I, I, feel, I feel like Sergeant takes that step... I feel like Sergeant takes that takes that step up this season. And I feel like Alexander Albon, he he races with intention, bro. He races with that Mercedes seat in mind, bro. I'm telling you, I'd put, I take out a loan. I put the mortgage on this, bro. Williams P4 this year, bro. Okay. Amon... Um, this might be a little bit controversial, but um, comparing from like last year, Aston Martin was doing pretty good. Um, I I know Aston Martin has taken some tips from from Red Bull in terms of their car. Um, I mean, maybe Aston Martin probably will make a 
big jump. I don't know about that Williams thing, bro. Dude, I don't trust, Logan bro. Sargent really has it in him, bro. Bro, he has that dog in him, bro. I'm telling nah, you. Nah, nah. I don't think I don't think you you make a difference. But um, yeah, probably Aston Martin, and then I'm kind of a little bit biased here, but you know, Visa Cash App RV, bro. Oh my God. Mark my words, third in constructors championship, third. Whoa. Oh, okay. Yeah, All get right. him out of here. Get him out of here. So like you Williams, you Williams. Get him out, bro. I'm on, I'm on. Never invite this man back on the podcast, bro. Dude, Jordan, Jordan. I just want to say what he said is more realistic. Logan Sargent. Huh? Logan Sargent went think, one full think, season, no, 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 getting no, 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 one no, no, point. No, no, no. Logan Sargent got one point, bro. One point, and you just mentioned him bro. as like, oh, he's gonna have a magical step up in the same car he did terrible with. He's gonna, he's gonna have a dude. You're telling me, Yuki Sonoda. And Daniel Ricardo are gonna have a better season than Alexander Albon. Yes. And uh no, not even close. Not even close, yes. bro. Not even close. Better bro. than Logan Sargent for sure. For sure. Without Sar- a doubt. Maybe, maybe a little bit better than Sargent, bro. But you're telling me Daniel Ricardo, he's washed, bro. Yeah, he, the last time sure. he, he only him? got like five. Well, he didn't he wasn't on the grid for the full season last season. But anyway, yeah, Let's bro, let's introduce Sahan. Let's bro, introduce he was on. Sahan. He was on. No, 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 no. Gotta no, give okay, him a full chance. He had two races and then said, "I don't, I don't got that dog in me." And broke his hand, bro. Bro, it's two races. He he joined halfway through the season. You gotta give him a fresh start. A fresh. Uh, okay. Okay. Fresh start. Fresh car. Fresh team, bro. That's all you need. Fresh team. Okay. Yeah, mom, get this guy out of here. Go ahead, Sahan. My fault. Nah. Nah, you're good. You're good. Um, I think. Are, were you all talking about Ricardo with his hand? Yeah, he ain't got that dog in him. He broke. Sorry, him. I had I had someone from one of our one of our mutual friends call us at the same time, so I couldn't hear any of it. Uh, I'm sure y'all got that call too. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I think personally, I don't know if it's like F1 is very cutthroat, as y'all probably know. You're either fully in and you're killing it, or you get filtered out instantly. Like there's no. There's no if buts or maybes. It's just you. You either do it or you don't. It's very. That's why it's a very difficult sport. It's one of the hardest in the world. I feel like, for that reason, and how competitive it is with the twenty spots for drivers. But I don't think whatever Amon said earlier about him coming midway through the season. I don't think that's a really good excuse on his behalf. Just because other drivers have done it, many other drivers. You get the opportunity and you take it. He was underperforming at McLaren, and he got an other chance somehow, which many drivers don't. And I believe it's just because of his personality and how marketable he is as a driver and how much money he could bring in through sponsorships just because of how likable he is. I don't think, me personally, I love him. He seems like a great person and he's always fun to just watch videos on and whatnot, just his interactions with other drivers and other people on the grid. Um, but honestly, I think DeVries should have had his full chance that year because as a as a first year driver they definitely everyone deserves their full first year and uh, i'm his name's escaping me but the one who replaced uh devries or the one who replaced uh ricardo liam lawson he i think he deserved that seat he was pulling off things in an alpha tory that no one has seen for years and he was killing it like absolutely killing it and ricardo came back and lawson got sent back to being a reserve or to another league. I actually don't even know where he's at right now. But in terms of who's actually going to be a much better performer, I do think one team that you guys forgot to mention was Aston Martin, just because of Fernando Alonso. They 
I believe in 2022, they were seventh on the grid, and they ended the constructors in 2023 at fifth. And that change, I don't know if you all know this, but the higher you go up team-wise, the more money you have to spend in the off-season yeah. for your car development. They have pulled through so much, whether like you guys agree or not. Alonzo was an easy top three for most races, and then they started declining. So I think longevity is the problem. But I think with this like increased budget from gaining two places, they definitely have had to build a better car. And Alonzo probably got a lot of confidence coming in from the Alpine team. And another team that I think is going to do well this season is, uh, what was it? I believe is Williams. Just because they, they, went, they, went from, they, they went from 10th to 7th. And that is like three places jumping is amazing. And Albon, whatever you guys think, uh, I think he's a great driver. Like he's been, he's been a class act. And if what's your leading, opinion on Logan leading, Sargent, though? That's the biggest. Thing. I I don't think he's he's good. Uh, but also, I can't judge him because he's had one year, and many drivers have multiple years to prove themselves. Just like Joe Guan Yu, he hasn't done anything amazing necessarily, but he still has a two-year minimum contract. He could be out by the end of this year. But I do think that um, Albon uh, actually might. Goat. I, I have a feeling that Carlos, or not Carlos Sainz, sorry, uh, Sergio Perez, I don't think he's going to be out. I do think Albon's going to take his Red Bull seat back and they're going to switch directly, just Williams to Red Bull. They're going to trade drivers because he was eyeing that Red Bull seat for a while again. And I just think, given that he grew up in the Red Bull Academy and he's been doing amazing and getting everything out of that Red, uh, out of that Williams car as he could. I think he's done a phenomenal job, and I think he deserves another chance at it more than any other driver. Um, but yeah, those are my takes. I just think uh, Aston Martin's going to do better in terms of just one drive. Actually, both my teams that I said, Williams and Aston Martin, I, I think that their teams are going to do better for their one main driver. That's actually, I actually, that's a great take out of everyone, I feel like. Logan Sargent, I feel like, I guess, just based off of what we've seen, he's doesn't move me at all. I don't know if Williams being fourth, maybe they get fifth, sixth, but I feel like obviously everyone agrees Red Bull is going to be number one, but then after that, it's going to be an interesting race for sure. We'll see how the season develops. All our guests you heard today are going to be on some point because obviously F1 is going to be a sport. It's going to be on the podcast a lot more in the future. So everyone, thanks for coming on and we'll see them in the future.